Apollo Pekilos, and it means much vinegrated or vinegated, much vinegated. The word vinegated refers to many colors, multi, stay with me now, multi-colored, marked by variety. It refers to the word multifarious, which means many and of various types. Stay with me now. He says the manifold wisdom. The Greek word there is Sophia. Let me hear you say Sophia. It refers to the knowledge of how to regulate one's relationship with God. You see, wisdom, which is related to goodness. When one is wise unto God. So it's not just talking about any kind of knowledge, Leonard, but it's talking about the knowledge that makes one understand who God is and the purpose of God. Church, do you see what I see? For if we understand the manifold wisdom, it's God's purpose, Jay, for the church. One consolidated thought was for the church to display the world uh, to the world God's wise plan to bring together a multicolored world of people of various types in his church by his church. Okay, I guess I'm the only one excited about that. When we understand what manifold means and when we understand that it includes multicolored, many colored, many types and understanding the wisdom of God is not just the, uh, the uh, 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 attributes of some facts, but actually what the mind of God intends for the world to know. Then we understand that God has never wanted his church divided. His purpose was to bring a multicultural, multicolored, multi-type people together to demonstrate to the world what God's love is and what God's plan is for the very world. And that to be revealed to the world was only to be done by the church. So what does that mean, Miles? That means that no man had this kind of wisdom because it was only revealed from the mind of God. It means that no man has this kind of ability. No man has this kind of authority. That's why the writer said a long time ago that it is not in man that walketh to direct his own steps. He says, oh Lord, we know that it's not in man that walketh to direct his own steps. The writer picked up his pen, dipped it in the pink of his ink of inspiration and wrote again. And he says that there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You want to know something about a Ford? You don't go to Chevy. You want to know something about a Cadillac? You don't go to Mercedes-Benz. So if you want to know what God intended for the church to know, then you got to go to the church in order to understand what God wanted the church to know. And if it is not the church of the Bible, then they cannot reveal to you the wisdom of God. Now, I know you're intelligent enough to see that today. That if no man had this type of wisdom, if no man had this type of ability, if no man had this type of authority, 
then he could not have the, and he still does not have the knowledge or wisdom to build, to erect, to start up, or to purchase a church with the same purpose that God has, and that is for saving souls. <laughs> if you can't say amen, just say boom shakalaka. If you're in a church that you can't read about in your Bible, then you need to ask your preacher, why is he pastoring or preaching for that church? No man is wise enough to come up with a plan of salvation. No man is pure enough to come up with a plan of salvation. The term prothesis when used of as the purpose of God, it's exclusively referred to as salvation. Notice what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Listen to Paul. He says, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling. Is that in your Bibles? Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. The purpose of God and his church goes far beyond any denomination that any man can establish. The purpose of God was in the mind of God before he formed the very foundation of the world. If you're in an institution that started way be beyond the day of Pentecost, my friends, it came too late. It came too late. The, the word, the, the, the book had already gone to press. Hello, somebody. You want to know why denominational churches are not mentioned in the Bible? It's because the book had already gone to press. I wish I had some help in here. I know a preacher friend. And, and I've done it. It happened to me before. But a fr friend of ours was putting together a program book for his celebration. And, and, and friend wanted to get an ad in the book. And he was late getting the ad in the book. And he sent the ad to, the, to, the, to, to our friend. And he told him, I'm sorry, the book has already gone to press. So your ad won't appear in a book that's already gone to press. Oh, I wish I had some help in here. Look at the verse 10. He says, but it but is now. Watch this. It was formed in the mind of God, but is now made manifest. How? By the appearing, uh, appearing our Savior, Jesus Christ, who had abolished death and had brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Paul says he is a preacher and he is an apostle and he is a teacher of the gospel. I come to tell the world today that it is still only the pure, unadulterated gospel that saves man from his sin. If you want to know how to be saved, you got to go to the man with the plan. And he put the plan in his church, the church you read about in the Bible, which is the church of Christ. Now, Paul is clear. He's clear about this thing. You see, this purpose was of God. It was God's purpose. It was to save all men 
all kinds, a variety of colors and types. God is not a halfway God. God is not an unfair God. It was to be done through the church, Christ's body. Listen to what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. Paul says, and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church which is his body. You want to know if you're in the right church? You need to understand who's the head of your church. You want to know if you're in the right church? You need to understand that the church is the body of Christ. Am I right about it? Listen to what it says, which is, watch this now, don't miss this, which is his body. The fullness, watch this, don't miss this now, which is the fullness of him that filleth all in all. You see, the church denotes the complete union of the church with the Lord Jesus Christ. Am I right about it? When Paul says, which is the fullness of him, it denotes that the church is the continued relationship of his divine life in human form. What are you saying, Miles? I'm saying that when you have been baptized into Christ, Galatians 3 and 27, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ, you come into a place, a form of salvation. That's what Paul said, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 10, that salvation is in Christ Jesus. Now, when you are in Christ, he then gets in you. How do you know that? Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38, he says, repent. Peter says, and be baptized, who? Every one of you. By what authority? By the power of the word, or by the name of Jesus Christ. For what reason? For the remission of sin. What happens? He says, then, when, then, when, after you're baptized, he said you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In verse 41 and 47, the Bible said, God asks you, you're not voted on. And thank God I don't have men or women voting on me because we vote for folk who we like. I said we vote for folk who we like. We vote for folk who want to do what we want them to do. We vote for folk that think like us. I thank God the church doesn't vote on me, but the Bible said God adds to the church daily. I don't have to wait till the first day of the, of the week. I don't have to wait till the first Sunday of the month. I don't have to wait till annual baptism day. I might get killed before then. But the Bible said the Lord adds to the church daily. Daily. Such as should be saved. Now who is the such as should be saved? Those who understand the manifold wisdom of God. How do you get it? By the church. What does the church tell you? The gospel. So if you have not heard the gospel from the church that's been authorized to preach it, then you cannot be a candidate for baptism. Preach, Miles. I think I will. So the church is the continued revelation of his divine life in human form. What does that mean? If we are then the church, then every time the world sees us, they see Christ. Now, you can't live any way and call yourself the church. 
getting quiet in here. But he also said it was to be done by the preaching and teaching of the gospel. Look now at verse 8 and 9 of Ephesians 3. Watch this. Paul says, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles anything that wasn't a Jew, the unsearchable riches of Christ. Look at verse 9. And to make all men see, watch this, what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the word had been hid in the mind of God who created all things by Jesus Christ. All things of the church is referred to in verse number 10. So then look at this word preached in. What does Paul mean when he talks about preaching? You angelizo. You angelizo is the word. And it literally means to announce good news. It refers to evangelizing. And in our text, it refers directly to the gospel. This was Paul's personal commission. In verse 7, it refers to his conversion. It is the responsibility of the whole church to preach the word in our daily living. In Acts chapter 8, verse 3 and 4, the Bible says, As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hauling men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, they, watch this, they, who is they? The church that was scattered abroad did what? When everywhere preaching the word. It's not just the responsibility of the call and located evangelists to preach on a Sunday morning. But preaching is what every child of God ought to do in their everyday living. When havoc came upon the church in Acts chapter 8, the Bible said they scattered abroad. And what did they do? They didn't go hiding. They didn't go just in fear. But the Bible said they went everywhere preaching the word. As I close, I ask you today, who was called and who was commissioned to preach the word? What were they preaching? The Bible is clear, brothers and sisters. They were preaching the word. Not their opinion, not some man-made creed, not their mother's doctrine, not their father's faith, not their grandfather's faith, but they were preaching the word. They were not even preaching what was popular of the day. The Bible says clearly that they went everywhere preaching the word. It was the word that was with God in the beginning. The word, the Bible says, became flesh. And dwelled among men. The word walked this mundane shores of Galilee. Chose some fishermen to help him preach the word. The word was arrested one day. Falsely accused and charged. 
The word was taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. The word was paraded through the streets of Jerusalem. The word became a human spit tomb. The word became subject, the subject of all Jerusalem. The word became the barrier of your sins and my sins. The word took, they took the word and they stretched the word wide and they hung him high and they dropped him low. They placed him in a borrowed tomb. It was borrowed, Sister Clara, because he wasn't going to be there long. I wish I had some help here. They put him in a borrowed tomb. I know he died because the gospel said, I wish I had some help. I'm trying to close. I know he died because the gospel said that he died. He said he died until his mother wept at his cross. He died until the last apostle hid in fear. He died until the moon dripped in blood. He died until the world was eclipsed. He died until earth began to shake and dead men got up out of the tomb. They put the word in a borrowed tomb. They sealed it and they put a seal on the seal. They put a rock to seal it and then they put the governor's seal to seal it. But how many of you know that the story don't stop there? I said the story doesn't stop there. But the record says early on Sunday morning before the dew can fall upon the rose petal. Early on Sunday morning before the cock could crow early on Sunday morning before the sun could break the eastern skies the Bible said he got up but he just didn't get up but he got up with all power in his hand power over death power over sin power over the grave power over sickness power over I wish I had some help he got up with all power power to save a black man power to save a white man power to save a red man he got up with all power power to save prostitutes and pimps power to save drug dealers I wish I had some help he got up with all power power to save drug dealers power to save domestic violent beaters he got up with all power and it's made known through the church the manifold wisdom of God his design plan to save all men from all sin the question is this morning are you a part of that divine purpose have you repented of your sins Luke 13 3 and 5 have you confessed Christ to be the son of God Matthew 10 in verse number 32 and verse 33 have you been baptized for the remission of sins Romans 6 and 4 Mark 16 15 16 Galatians 3 27 Acts 2 and verse number 38 are you in a covenant sealed relationship with Jesus waiting for the eternal glory of Christ to return will you receive a, a crown of life that shall never fade away if you remain faithful unto death Revelations chapter 2 and verse number 10 if you have not done that then right now is your hour right now is your day to give your life to the Lord if you need to be baptized for the remission of your sin we're going to stand in just a few moments 
And we're going to sing a song that we call an invitation song. It's a song simply designed to cause you to reflect upon your relationship with God. And if you understand that if you die outside of God, then heaven cannot be your home. For Jesus said in his word, he says that if you die in your sins, where I am, you cannot come. Where are you, Jesus? The revelator says he now sits on the right side of God. Where is God? He's eternal in heaven, sitting on his eternal throne. So when Jesus says, if you die in your sins, where I am, you cannot come. He is literally saying that if you die a sinner, it's no way that you can come to heaven. So if you want to be saved, we're going to stand in a few moments. We're going to sing a song. We ask you to come and take this front row. We'll ask you one question. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? If you answer yes to that question, we're going to do for you what they did for those on the day of Pentecost. We're going to baptize you today for the remission of your sin. And what's going to happen to you today is the same thing that happened on the day of Pentecost. The Lord himself will add you to the church. Now, how do I know that's what's going to happen? Because it's revealed by the manifold wisdom of God. In Acts chapter 2 and verse number 42, the Bible said they continued in the apostles' doctrine. Now, why must we continue in the apostles' doctrine? Because the apostles' doctrine was the apostles' teaching. And if they didn't teach it, they didn't practice it. So what Paul, what Peter was literally saying when he says that they continued, in the apostles' teaching. What he was literally saying is that we must continue to do the same thing they did if souls are going to be saved. Amen. What did they do? Verse 14, Peter started preaching concerning the things of the kingdom and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In verse 36, they said there was a response. They said, what must we do? In verse 37, in verse 37, they said, what must we do? In verse 38, Peter says, repent and be baptized. Every one of you. It will not change. He says, this is unto you and unto your children and unto all of them that are far off. That's why I can't change. I don't care what these new millennials are saying. I don't, know, I don't care what these new preachers are saying. Peter says that if there's going to be salvation, it's got to be done in the same way. Amen. And that's the preaching of the gospel for the saving of the soul. An honest heart who, re, who, re, who re responds to the gospel yields himself to Christ in baptism. And the Lord adds them to the church, the only church you can read about in the Bible. Will you stand now? If you need prayer, when I ask you to come down front as well, fill out a prayer request form. And we're going to pray for you. Because James said in James 5 and verse number 16, that the prayers of the righteous availeth much or accomplish much. So if that be your choice, if that be your decision, we're going to ask you to come right now. As together we sing, will you come? Just as I am without one plea. Without, without one plea. One plea. For that. But that thy blood, thy blood was shed for me, was shed for me, and that, 
thou be.